0: Visit roberthalf.com today.
1: Welcome back, All Things Covered listeners. We have a very, very special guest, as Matt referred to him, a red zone killer. My red team, killer. Adam Thielen, an eight-year NFL vet, two-time Pro Bowler, and a graduate from Minnesota State Mankato. So, welcome to the show, Adam. No it's question. A pleasure to have you on the show, man. How you been?
0: I've been good. Thanks for having me. Uh, I've been I've been watching the the episodes come out for a long time. So, I uh, appreciate
1: you having me on. Yeah, man. So let's let's jump right into it. After the bye week, obviously, you know we're sitting at three and three. Got a long uh, road ahead of us. How's the outlook of the team so far, in your opinion?
0: Yeah, you know, I think I think as you know, obviously, we we sit right next to each other in the locker room, but. I think what's cool about this team and I've never been on a a different or in a different organization, but I've been on a lot of different teams. And I think the cool thing about this team is just the mindset, you know, when we were struggling to get wins, uh, there was no like, you know, chatter in the locker room about, you know, this guy or this coach or this, you know, thing or that thing. It was just kind of like. All right, we gotta like go to work and like we gotta find a way to win because yeah. uh, losing sucks, especially early in the season. And 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 you know the media's coming after you, individual or as a team. It, it's it's not fun. So um, I just love the mindset of this team, and and you know I'm I'm hoping that we can continue to to ride this kind of uh, wave that we've got now of momentum and and continue to push forward.
2: Well, we're gonna you know, tap into the Vikings real quick, but I want to talk about golf right quick. There's a rumor floating around the entire NFL league that you're one of the top golfers in the National Football League right now. So I got a question for you, you got Pat P. I call him little baby Tiger Woods because he's always on the course as well. If you <laughs> and Pat P were head to on head on a golf course right now, how many strokes are you spotting him to make it even a match?
1: Um, at this point, I need at least five. You need five?
0: I think I, I have to give him a couple, but the thing with Pat P is his putter is so ridiculously good that mm-hmm. like it, that evens the match right there. Like he he especially when you're head to head with him. I remember playing in Tahoe with him. This had to been, man, three, four years ago. Yeah. And I swear he did not miss a putt the entire round. Like he had what you had like 25 points. Like you were in the lead after the first round. Like it was it was insane. Like I've never seen anything like it. I think, we, I think we can uh, hang with each other. Like, I can hang with them, you know, from T to green. But when we get to the green, that dude, he lights out.
2: So who would you have in your top current players, active players right now in the National Football League? Who would be in that top five? You can include yourself also if you like.
0: Oh, man. Case Keenan would have to be up there. Uh, yeah. He He's really good. He plays a lot of golf, too. Um, Man, Pat, you're going to have to help me out. I don't even – I can't even think yeah,
1: of, of I, current I, I players. I go with Case as well. I go with you. Um any current any more current players I can think of off the top of my head. Any quarterbacks. Can get can't think of any quarterbacks.
0: I mean you and Harry obviously. What, yeah, what
1: about what about Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers plays, right? Oh, Aaron. Yeah, Aaron can play. Aaron
2: can
0: play play. especially if you put Aaron like in like a competition like I don't think if you just like go out and play like he's gonna be able to hang with anybody but that dude like again it's kind of like Pat P like you get out there one-on-one like the dude gets that putter going it's crazy but uh um Harry's sneaky good like he's getting pretty good because he's playing so much golf
2: so -hmm. we gotta
1: watch out for him super long but Matt what did I say I always said that Adam was better than me, did I not?
2: Yeah, you did. Yeah, you, you always kept it Adam real. All around Yeah, yeah, yeah. you were the first person that, that mentioned Adam's name when it comes to the golf course. Derek Carr is pretty good, too, as well. I think he was at, yeah, he was a, a part some. of Tahoe. He saw that, okay. Mostly, you know, mostly I think when you talk about NFL players, you always kind of side with quarterbacks, that position, you right. know what I mean, to have more guys that are, you know, pretty good on the course. But you, you've always gave Adam his tribute. Like, yeah, he can go. He can go. <laughs>
0: I I can't wait till I'm done playing, so I have some time to uh, these kids to start getting a little older, so I have time right. to really really push my game. That's that's when I'm gonna really go after it. Well
1: you're gonna be really dangerous then. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> so Adam, with you walking on, like, how was it with you? Obviously, everybody knows your story. You know, I had obviously having the privilege to be your teammate um, this year, but you know, tell us a little bit about your story, being a you know pretty much a practice squad guy that had you work your way up into the ranks and being pretty much where you are right now today
0: yeah it's kind of crazy like looking back at it you know I think when you're in the moment like and as a competitor as an athlete like you're not thinking about anything other than like hey I'm just playing football like I don't care who I'm going against I don't care like how little the chances are that I'm going to make the team or make the uh, practice squad things like that like I was just like out there playing football but you know now I look back at it I'm like I'm like nervous like I've said this before like I literally like think about like that rookie mini camp where I, I wasn't signed. Um I was just going in there for like a 2-day basically, you know, workout and like, you know, they already had a 90-man roster. Like what are the chances they're going to cut some guy that they just gave a $10,000 signing bonus to like to sign me? Like I I wasn't thinking about that at the time, but now looking back at it, I'm like I I kind of get nervous like almost like overwhelmed, but uh uh but like like I said, when you're just out there playing football like and then I get gain confidence, right? Like I, I go to rookie minicamp and I felt like I could hang, you know, and it's like you have a first round corner that I'm going against in Xavier Rhodes and then going every single day and practice against the starters. When I was on practice squad, it was like, man, like if I can do it every day against these guys that are, you know, starters on our team, like, why can't I do it in the NFL? So um, when you start to, you know, stack that up on top of each other and your competitor, maybe a little delusional, you just kind of, uh, you know, guard to gain that confidence and excited about an opportunity so you can show what
1: you can do. How crafty you are, you know, and man, you, you always have this conversation, especially in camp, you know, when we actually had the opportunity to put some pads on how you're able to make every almost like Justin? How you're able to make your releases look the same? Like we talked mm-hmm. about, you know, not giving out too much information to our opponents. They may be watching this as well. <laughs> they, 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 hey Pat, they see it on tape though. They know it about it. They You know, y'all you know, smarter than that, Mac. <laughs> 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 they how, see it on tape. I'm able To make certain things look the same and make it difficult for the for the DB to get a to get a good read on you. Like where did that? Uh, like where did that? I guess that phase of your game came from. Did somebody teach you that? Or did you know you wasn't the fastest on the field? You had to find different ways to get open. Like where did that craftiness come from?
0: Yeah, you know, honestly, uh, it was kind of like every step of my of the way, like I I took something and learned from it and then kind of just kept stacking it. You know, like I, I I can go back to my high school days. I had some great coaches that played, you know, high level football, not not the NFL, but you know, played college football and, and um you know, just, just were really good coaches and, and taught me like how important it was to block as a receiver. Like I remember just like watching football as a kid and 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 I always wanted to be a wide receiver making those crazy catches, but I never thought about blocking anybody. Right. And I remember <laughs> I remember going back to a day in, in high school and and our head coach like I was making all these crazy catches. I was just this little you know beanpole and and had no muscle on me. Uh, but I was making all these crazy catches and he looked at me and he said, Hey, you're not gonna get a college offer if you can't block. So you better start focusing on blocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, you know, I go to college and I have a receiver coach who played college football, won a national championship in, in Division two. And, and I learned a ton from him, just from like technique stuff. I've always been kind of delusional, honestly. Like I always thought I was faster than the guy I was going against. I always thought I was more athletic than the guy I was going against. I, I think maybe it was like my basketball, uh, you know, being my first love was basketball. So I was like, man, I can cross this guy over. I can do what I want. Mm -hmm. Um, and I can outrun them. So I kind of like, I always had that mentality, but, uh, it definitely was, you know, when I got to the NFL and I said, okay, like, how am I going to separate myself? Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's in the NFL, you don't get a whole lot of separation. So how can I do the little things to make sure that I can get a little bit more open? So, you know, there's just uh, it's not all these contested catches and it's a little bit easier on the quarterback to find me and things like that. So um, it was always kind of just every step of the way. And then and then I get to the NFL and I see all these guys in front of me, you know, Greg Jennings, Jarius Wright, Cordero. We came in together um, just kind of like seeing things that they do. uh, Jerome Simpson, you know, watching stuff that he does Mm -hmm. and then guys I played with and then guys played against just picking little things from what they do and then being like, okay, like. I need to put that into my game. Watching a guy like Devonte Adams, seeing the way that he releases, right. uh, I'm still trying to figure out a way to implement some of the stuff he does because it's so good and and uh you know it's 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 so effective.
2: Right. Wow. So it's safe to say when it comes to your route running style, you've you you've studied guys, you watch guys, you kind of take a little bit of this from this player, a little bit of that from that player, and implement it all into your game.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then and then a little bit of trial and error, you know, I think that's there what's got. so great. Uh, was this offseason was be able to go against you Pat you know and, and be able to just try some stuff um, Yeah, I did some different releases that I've never done before um, that I never really felt comfortable doing but um, I knew that I had to have my a game to be able to to win some on you and, and to get some uh, separation so just trial and error it, I throw stuff out all the time I'm like yeah that, that's that's not gonna cut it and I'll throw it out uh, so a little
1: bit of that too. And that's great you say that because that's kind of like what you know how I look at it as well because like me and you talked about all the time throughout camp you know my depth you know me messing around my depth when we have the one-on-one the one-on-one releases it's the, that's what the great ones do like trial and error you want to try it and practice see if you're comfortable mm-hmm. with it and seeing if you're able to you know implement put that in your game to transfer it over to the field and make it into your own but you know me 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 and you have these have these talks all the time. So it's great for the for the world and for the world and the fans to, you know, hear some of our conversation that we are we're able to have as team uh, as teammates. And some of the young wide receivers, you know what I mean? Because one thing
2: about playing a position, wide receiver, cornerbacks, angles are so important, super Mm -hmm. important. That's one thing I like about watching Adam Especially in the red zone. I was joking with him before we started recording. I call him the red zone killer because he shows up in the red zone. When you can create separation in the red zone when the field is smaller, it is is minimized a little bit. Now you're doing you doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're crafty. I mean, anybody can, I'm not gonna say anybody, but it's easier to create separation in the field. But when it's when that field is shortened, when it really counts, that red zone 19 shows up. I mean, <laughs> that, that corner route. Man, they can't cover it. They can't cover that corner route from the bang slot, out, bang man. Eight, bang eight, they know 11. it's coming, they know it's coming. When he get in the slot, <laughs> you already know what's going to happen. You still can't cover it, because the man is crafty. Does that's have that type thing. of craft,
1: go ahead, Pat. Yeah, that's the thing too, because like he'll, he'll make the big boy catches. No he'll, question. He'll, he'll, he'll get separation. It's just, like I say, he's just very crafty, and, and, and it's awesome to see him work. Hey, so on the other episode that we dropped,
2: was it today, Adam? And I was giving you a tribute. I was like, "Yo, Adam is like my god." I was saying that, right? But I said Adam is not like, you know, Justin is like the flashy guy. You know what I mean? He's a, he's a, he's that he's that that exotic car. I said Adam is more like a grand marquee. Grand he, might marquee. Not be, he might not be the, the the fastest, but he's dependable. He gonna get you where you need to go. If you need to go from Florida to California, I ain't jumping in a no Ferrari. I'm getting the marquee, baby. I got to make sure I get there. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's why you've been in the league for eight years and you've been routing people up as long as you have. And I always draft you on one of my fantasy teams. Always. If I win this year, I get a chance to meet you. I got I got some dinner for you because we got a nice pot in my fantasy league. And you Kirk Cousins give you the ball in the red zone. That's why I got it go. <laughs> every, every year. going you're gonna do numbers, you're gonna do numbers. So Let's go back. Talking about, you know, the Vikings, you have the luxury of, you know, you grew up in Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. Uh, you were a Viking fan growing up. And oddly enough, you're playing for the same team that you were cheering for as a as a child. Uh, but what kind of fan were you when you were a youngster? What were, uh, do you have any memorable moments that you remember from the Vikings growing up, cheering for them as a youngster?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, the first things that come to mind are just, you know, watching Randy Moss and Chris Carter, Jake Reed. I mean, literally, those guys are the reason why I want to play receiver. Like, I, after, like, watching those guys, I'm like, yeah, there's no other position for me. Like, I, I don't even want to try. Um, right. I love catching the football. I love making those crazy catches. I remember, you know, as a kid, like, watching the game and then, be, like, yelling at my dad, like, hey, throw me this. Like, I'm going to dive into the bean bay, like, <laughs> pretend like I'm Chris Carter on the sideline. And uh, uh, those are, like, my biggest memories as a Vikings fan. Going to uh, games, got, I was lucky enough to – go to a few games as a kid. My dad would take me usually to the Packer Viking game, which was pretty, pretty crazy atmosphere in the Metrodome.
2: The Metrodome, uh, yes, the Metrodome. Yeah,
0: yeah. I love the Metrodome. So the crazy part about the Metrodome is everybody thought it was a piece of junk. And my first year in the NFL was the last year of the Metrodome. So I actually Uh got to play in the Metrodome. And like, I remember as a kid, we had like uh, the first thing we got when we got to like uh, training camp in high school uh, was a, like a pamphlet and all it had was a picture of the Metro on it. Cause that was like the goal, like state championship at the Metrodome, mm-hmm. yeah. And like, I always wanted to play there, you know, my senior year, we went undefeated, went to the section championship game to go to state. And, you know, we lose our quarterback breaks his thumb, the second play of the game. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, didn't make it there ever, but then, you know, fast forward, got to play, the play preseason yeah. games in there, my rookie year. And I was on practice squad, So I never played an actual regular season game there, but, uh, it was pretty cool to be able to to take that full
2: circle. Yeah. yeah, I remember I played in the Metrodome my uh, rookie in 2005, and uh, just growing so up a football fan. Say it again. I said that sucker used to get loud. Oh no question, no question. <laughs> but I remember because oh, remember the tw- the Twins used to play there as well. So I remember when we got in the stadium, we kind of saw the baseball setup and everything like that. But the locker room, the visiting locker rooms were horrible. The visits of the locker rooms were horrible, but that was like a, a real historic-like experience for me because I saw so many games in Metrodome. Like, man, this is where I saw Randy Moss, just Moss people, you know, yeah, uh, nice. <laughs> Rando, John Rando. Uh, man, just in, back in those days, man, it was like, I, I love playing in those type vintage-like
1: stadiums, so that was a definitely wow. cool experience for me. Yeah, and well, since we're on memory lane, we're going to take you back to 2017, which was a pretty magical year for the Minnesota Vikings. What was your favorite part about that season?
0: Yeah, I think just getting on that run. You know, I think we started the season, oh, man, I, I don't think it was great. I think we remember losing in Pittsburgh, and we were all down because we might have had a losing record at that point. And then we just go on this crazy run, and, and Case was playing lights out. Our defense was playing lights out. Um, you know, we we had kind of the full package. We could run the ball. We could throw the ball. It was just like – and it was like, you know how when you come in the building, you just got confidence yeah. and that's how that whole year was you know you come in the building like everybody's smiling joking around but it's like it's like not just like fake emotion like it's everybody's just like hey we're gonna win this week like we're gonna put the work in don't get me wrong we're gonna put the work in but like we're gonna win this week and I just remember like being on the sideline of games and like, we'd be down two scores and like nobody's panicking because we're like oh we're good like we're gonna we're gonna make this happen and then mm-hmm. um to be able to you know win the the Minneapolis miracle like that and then go to the NFC Championship game. Like, it was It was pretty cool. And then, you know, even looking at that, like, NFC Championship game, we go down the first drive, we score. Yeah. Like, eight-play drive, touchdown. And then three and out, get the ball back. And we're like, man, like, this is – we're going to the Super Bowl, you know? And then, <laughs> and then it was a little bit rough after that. But um, but they played lights out, man. That was crazy. I never seen anybody throw the ball like Foles did that night. So, <clears throat> so it, it, it was uh, meant to be for them.
2: Yeah, and you guys started out. You were two and two in the first four ball games, and then you went on and won eleven of the last twelve games. Oh wow! So they caught fire, and it's it's ironic we're talking about this that that story back then, in twenty seventeen, because right now the team is three and three. You know what I mean? So you guys know what time it is. It, I already told Pat the final yeah. game got to be in SoFi Stadium. That's that's only that's the only option. So uh, yes. that's real cool hearing that story because people forget they kind of remember how the ending how the season ended but people you started off kind of rocky you know 500 two and two and then wow, caught fire i'm gonna throw a date out to you adam let me see how well uh, your memory is all right week 16 year 2016 what happened week 16 yeah 2016 16. week 16
0: oh, 2016 uh, is the year Oh in Lambda season yes sir yeah yes sir yeah for, that for, was uh uh I've, I've been talking, well, you know, people ask me about different quarterbacks played. with played with a lot of different quarterbacks, mm-hmm. which I don't know is a good thing or a bad thing, but, uh, played with a lot of different quarterbacks in my career and, and, uh, people ask about Sam Bradford and, and Pat, you know, Sam, uh, yeah. talk about a golfer now, watch out that dude, you don't play that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <Really? laughs> uh, so, uh, but but yeah, man, he, he just kept feeding me the rock that game and was throwing dimes. Uh, okay. It was kind of one of those games, a game where I just felt like uh, nobody could guard me, and uh, I felt like I could have even had more. Uh, I think I, <laughs> I remember right. I might have had a drop or something, um, but I I just felt unstoppable that game. I remember, I'll, I'll never for that, forget that game. got to do the Lamble Deep, which I've always wanted to do since a little kid. Uh, really? How was, how was
2: that? How, how was that
0: experience? It was unbelievable i actually had so a lot of my teammates at mankato um were from wisconsin like that's gotcha. where, like heavily recruited wisconsin so i had like several of my teammates text me after the game like hey like don't ever do that again like we were booing you <laughs> when you jumped in the stands <laughs> i'm pretty sure my brother-in-law was booing me
1: <laughs> really really
0: yeah i got i got uh i got a lot of uh green bay ties so it's a that game has a has a special meaning to me when we go and play in Lambo. Did,
2: did any of the fans th- throw any beer or spill any beer on you? Because I see sometimes when players jump into into Lambo, do the Lambo leap, clearly a pack of fans be feeling some type of way. Did anybody spill any beer on you by accident? I, or maybe
0: I'm before? sure they did, but I was like, so, you know, you're just you're in a different world at that point, like score a long touchdown. I actually ran a, a double move. We ran like a, a bootleg and I ran like a comeback and go. And, go. Mm-hmm. and uh, caught it. The safety in the corner ran into each other and, Took it like 80 yards, so um, at that point I was like, I I I was you know in a different world. So I don't know exactly what happened, but I definitely got booed and popcorn thrown at me. I don't know. I'm sure (laughs) I got beer beer spilled on me and everything.
2: Right. Well, so for our listeners and viewers that are hearing about this game week 16, I have his stats. Adam Thielen stats in that game he had 12 catches for 202 and two touchdowns. That was an unbelievable game. And as he just stated, he left a few plays out there as well. An unbelievable unbelievable game. Christmas Eve, matter of fact, Adam, that was Christmas Eve. Mm. You
1: had an early I didn't Christmas even know game. that. Yes. Yeah, that was good.
0: And <laughs> and it wasn't, that was the last time I think I played in Lambeau, like in in December, and it wasn't that bad. It was like, I think the weather was like pretty good. It was like sunny out. And, uh, it was probably like 40 degrees. So uh, mm. oh, we lucked great. out with that's the great. weather. Yeah, yeah.
1: awesome. Uh, we had Dalvin on. And speaking of many quarterbacks that you played, we we had Dalvin on last week, and he said that this is the best he's seen Kurt play. What have you seen the difference, um, and that's made Kurt, you know, play so well this year?
0: Yeah, I think I think there's several things. I think uh, another year under his belt of being in this offense with a lot of the same playmakers. Um, I think I think the fact that they're kind of allowing him to be himself. Um, I think sometimes, you know, as coaches or players, you you try to shape somebody into someone who they're not, and uh, it usually doesn't work out very well. As much as you want it to work out and you're doing it for the right reasons, um, sometimes that just doesn't work out. I think the the ability to just let him just be himself, you know, he is who he is, and when he's allowed to just kind of be free and and have fun and be passionate, uh, you saw him, his as, as engaging with uh, Coach Zim and grabbing him. And, Pushing yeah. him like like that's the curve you want to see like emotional um you know just kind of uh you know like I said just being himself so that's what I've seen and uh, I've been around him a while now I've gotten to know him really well and so I, I I feel like that's when he's his best when he's just like not worried about anything not worried about throwing interceptions he's not worried about oh I gotta do this or I gotta do that. Um, he's kind of just like he's putting his input in on the offense. Like he's saying, "No, this is what we need to do because I've had success with this in Washington or or here early on or, or with this different offense." So um, you know, I think it's just a a mixture of of really good coaching and and him obviously just just going with it.
2: I, I said a few weeks ago on the show on one of our, one of our episodes that you know if the Vikings had a better record. His name would be floated in that MVP conversation because he's been balling. He's, he's, he. Yeah, he he been yeah, he's been doing a great job, and clearly the pass catcher has been doing a great job in being able to come down in the clutch with big time passes. So Kirk has been in his bag. Captain Kirk is what I call him. He he has that cape on right now. He's I call him Captain Kirk. <laughs> uh take us through your thought process, Adam. In 2020, the offseason of 2020. In March, the team trades away Stefan Diggs. Uh, and then in April, they draft this kid named Justin. Jefferson from LSU what were you thinking through it through it all knowing and seeing the success that you had with Stefan. and then of course they trade him away and then draft Justin Jefferson in the first round
0: yeah obviously you know the initial reaction was was I was pretty bummed out uh Diggs and I had a great relationship uh still have a great relationship to this day you know man when he it, it was it was a tough year that that 2019 season um just with a lot going on and um and then just said, I knew he was, I know he needed it for himself and it was the best thing for him to just uh, get a fresh start, go somewhere else. And I was happy for him for that. Uh, but man, I love playing. I love playing ball with him. I, I loved competing with him. I love the chemistry we had of, of we kind of fed off one another um, and we could tell each other anything. I mean, we had hour long conversations at times uh, about stuff that people don't even know about. Uh, so it was cool to have that, uh, in the receiver room. So then going into 2020, I didn't really know what to expect. You know, I didn't know who was going to be the other starter. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't know who was going to be in that receiver room and, and you just never know, right? Like you hope it's a guy that you get along with and can have a relationship with. And then we, we draft Justin. I remember watching him in college, obviously winning the national championship. And when we drafted, him, I was like, I was like, all right, I, I like this. And then when you get to know him, um, as Pat knows, like, uh, what a dude. I mean, Uh, he's just he it's so fun to be in in the receiver room with him and all of our guys Um, but uh, it's been it's been awesome getting to know him and then playing with him so it's almost like you know I hate to say it but it's almost like it was a seamless transition because it was uh it was just two guys that man they love to compete they love football and and we've had a great relationship so I'm very blessed honestly like man when people talk about football that's why it's the greatest team game because when you talk about football like man like why aren't you having these numbers? Or how in the world did you have these numbers this year? Like, it's like, well, man, there's so many things that lead into that. But uh, one of those things is having great teammates and, and great people around you. So thankful to, uh, and blessed to have, have those guys uh, for a majority of my career.
2: I was about to say, it's very, very rare that a wide receiver is a part of one of the best wide receiver duos in the National Football League. They trade that one of the pieces away and they add another piece who's a young piece and you still, you're part of one of the best wide receiver duos international football league how has Justin been been able to just dominate so early in his career and you're a crafty guy you study the game uh you study DBs you know you study other wide receivers but whatever you've seen from Justin is like wow it's instantly like you said his rookie year was unbelievable and because of that and because of your success you know you won the best wide receiver duels in the national football league but what have you seen from Justin that has allowed him to dominate like he's been dominating
0: yeah you know if I was just like watching film um, if I was like on a different team and I was like, Oh man, this guy's really good. I want, I want to see what he's doing. Um, I would say like, man, he's just so um, he can do a lot of different things. He can, he can go in the slot. He can go outside. He can, he can run the go ball. He can run a hitch route. You know, he, he can do everything and he's got great hands, got great ball skills. But then when you see him inside the building, you see how much he just loves football, like, mm-hmm. like nothing else. Like, like he loves football and he loves his teammates. Like he, he's always smiling, joking around. He's the same guy. You know he had you know he has a, a bad practice or a bad game like he's the same guy the next day like he's super mad at himself uh, he's super competitive but that dude loves football um and, and I love that about him and, and that's why he's great you know I think as Pat knows you go to you go to like one pro Bowl and you see all the guys there and you realize why they're there because they love yeah. ball they love ball obviously talented obviously athletic um obviously really good at football but man they love football. And you see that from the minute you walk in uh in that locker room at a Pro Bowl. And uh he's one of those guys.
1: I agree. So. I, I can't I couldn't agree with you uh anymore. Um uh, with you been from Minnesota, this is my last one I got for you before we move to our superlative uh part of the show. Um, but with you been from Minnesota, can you describe what a title would mean to the fan base whenever the organization is able to capture um their first Super Bowl championship?
0: Yeah, I don't think I don't think uh people understand how uh man how how long it's been and, and how many uh crazy things that have happened in this organization and, and to these fans i mean i remember forget what year it was 97 98 something like that when uh uh missed the field goal and then you, you know you go to the playoffs when i was my first couple of years and miss a field goal to, you know in a big game to actually go down to play you guys in the in the playoffs yeah. at, at arizona um and i just feel like man like this fan base is super loyal. I mean, it doesn't matter what your record is. Doesn't matter, you know how the season is going. Like they're filling that stadium, and it's gonna be loud. Um, it's gonna be electric. Like it's it's different than like you know you go to some other stadiums and and it's like half the half the uh, fans are the other team. You know, right? That doesn't happen in Minnesota. Uh, it, it's it's a loyal fan base that loves that loves the Vikings. They love their pro sports, and uh, yeah, it'd be pretty sweet. Uh, it'd be pretty special, obviously. Hopefully it happens while I'm still playing because I want to be a part of it. Uh just being on both sides of it. But uh but yeah, I think I think these fans are are plenty deserving. And and uh, there's been enough craziness that's happened that uh we can we can uh uh move past that, hopefully.
2: You guys get that done, man. You will forever be remembered down in alone. Minnesota. You'll be able to get free groceries forever. forever. Yeah, yeah, I go you go to Pittsburgh man, right now. They remember them Super Bowls to death. So you what? I don't want to say too much while we're recording, but you pretty much do whatever you want to do. <laughs>
0: whatever you want well, to do. Well, Kirk, Kirk always jokes around that that's the only there's there's a a, a golf course in Minnesota that um, oh, yeah. is is like like pretty tough to get into. Like it's real old school. Like uh-huh. very few members and. He swears like that's the only way we're getting in is if we win a Super Bowl. So we gotta get it done so we can
2: get in. <laughs> uh, no question, no question. And talking about the organization, uh, you're now sixth all time in Viking history in receptions. You're sixth in receiving touchdowns, seventh in receiving yards. What does it mean uh for you to be in the conversation with franchise greats?
0: Yeah, it's obviously cool. I think it'll be it'll be uh more special when I when I'm done playing, I can look back at it. Uh honestly, man, I, I Early on in my career and and you know, even whatever, like you you obviously care about stats because you like you're no, you know that that's your that's the only way you can keep your job or or get a contract, things like that. But mm-hmm. man, I'm at a point in my career that I just want to win. Like I i don't know how many years I got left. I really don't. Uh, I don't know what's gonna happen in my future, but man, like it, it doesn't matter. If I have zero catches for zero yards and we go to a super bowl, let's go. Like I yeah. I just don't care. And and uh Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's easier to say that than actually believe it and do it. But, but yeah, man, I just, I just, uh, just want to win and, and uh, I love, I love my teammates, this team. So uh, hopefully we can keep getting it done.
2: Okay. Say no more. Hey, like I said, win that suit, bro, you do whatever you want, you can get in that club. You can go create your own club golf club <laughs> <laughs> in Minnesota with that ship in La La Land, man, yeah. I'd be fired up too. Well, I put on a good suit for that game. Like I'm playing, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna transition Adam to the superlative part of our show. We know you handle bump and run easy. We know we know you handle pressure easy. So we want your honest, unbiased answer. First one I have for you. This is a home, this is a hometown question. Most famous Minnesota athlete ever is who? Mm.
0: Like from the state of Minnesota?
2: Yes. Or you or could we could say from or played? Played play for a protein. Played, okay. played for one of the play for one of the professional teams. Well, well, I'll the say this: famous. so
0: uh, uh, Minnesota very, prides themselves on Minnesotans. Like we love our Minnesota guys. Like mm-hmm. I always talk about, you know, guys that you know from Minnesota. Now they're playing in NBA, or like no one thinks that we can play basketball in Minnesota, but we got <laughs> some real ballers. But uh, but I say that because I want to make sure it's a Minnesota guy. Oh man, I mean, I mean Joe Mauer. I mean, he's like, he's like the Florida State. I
2: mean, don't, no, 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 no. Hey, Adam, don't you mention his name. I still feel some way about Joe. I <laughs> I'm, I feel some way about Joe. Joe was supposed to be our quarterback in Tallahassee when I was there. He decided to go play baseball. He,
0: he was, I know. And and I heard he was lights out. I mean, I've seen like the highlight video throws and all that, but uh, he, he. I heard he was lights out. But I mean, growing up watching him play baseball, I mean, he had like a five hit game and like, you know, he's he was just. Like a, he was, I he's he
2: like a legend. Like he was a legend as a child. Like you know. He in never struck
0: out once in high school. Not Ever? one time, Never. Not one time in high school did he strike
2: out. Wow, yeah, that's pretty impressive. Pat P. This man, he was going to be our quarterback. I mean, oh, that's all we was missing in Tallahassee. He yeah. didn't come. He wanted to go play baseball. Now I understand. He got a nice. He got a few nice bags. Yeah, I they, think he. I think he made the right choice. <laughs> i I'm, I'm, I'm being selfish right now. Cause you know you know if you don't have a quarterback you don't have a shot. What Herm right. Elwood said: the field 150 yards if you don't have a quarterback. quarterback. <laughs> man, Joe, man, Joe was supposed to be our quarterback, but
1: that's a good name. That's a real good name. Yeah. Real good name. I like it. All right, we're gonna keep it in Minnesota. Your favorite restaurant in Minnesota. Oh
0: Favorite restaurant, dang. Oh man, I think I think I gotta go with the Nook because it's like. Uh, a Minnesota thing is, like, the Juicy Lucy. Like, that's what we're known for is the Juicy, Loogie, the burger, Juicy the Lucy Burger. burger. Yeah, yeah uh, the And burger. there's, like, three places, I think, that, like, all claim that they had the original. And <laughs> the Nook is one of them. And, I, and I'm and i on the Nook bandwagon. I'm kind of jumping on that one saying they are the original. Uh, okay. But I love it. It's just a burger place, like, hole in the wall. Nothing fancy, but uh, super good food.
2: The Nook? That's That's the name of it? Yeah. Okay, the Nook. All right. Mount Rushmore of Minnesota Vikings.
0: Oh man. Mm, well, I, oh man, that's that's putting me on the spot because I know there's some some uh, uh older guys that I don't I don't really didn't grow up watching but you got to put John Randall on there, you got to put Chris Carter, Randy Moss on there.
2: <laughs> Can
0: I put like the purple people leaders like this no as question. one? Yeah. Like, I mean, no, says, no, no, no,
2: no, 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 no. It like, can't, they can't just be like one no, head no. Be You like, can't oh. put you can't put. up. No, not as one. You got
1: to pick one. You got to pick what? <laughs> yes, you got to pick what? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's your list, Adam. They can't get mad at you. Yeah, this is your list.
0: Yeah. This is your list. I, I mean, I mean, I guess like uh any of those guys, like who, I already know Carl Eller or I don't know. Man, I guess. Man.
2: You had, uh, was it Alan Page? Alan
0: Page. Alan
2: Page, is on there. Alan Page was on there. He got to be on there. Yeah. So you say you're Alan Page, Randall Moss, Chris Carter.
0: Yes. And and yes. Uh,
2: I think Jim Marshall was on that on that team as well back in the day. Yeah. So yeah. It's it's some names that that I that's, still that's,
0: think I still think I should be allowed to put like the the purple peep leaders just like they're like one head. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I agree. Hey. Mack always yeah. giving people a hard time. I agree. That's why I superlative.
2: You know, he handled bump and run good. I want to see yeah. if he can handle that that, that inside leverage press. He got to run <laughs> that fast He still got to get inside.
1: All right. Uh, this is my last one I got for you. And I noticed uh, this might not be a hard one because you love this game so much. Your dream course that you want to play. Dream, dream course? Course. course. Right?
0: Um, well, I have, I have like a, a big list. I mean, it was Augusta for sure, but I I had the pleasure to play there with you, which was fun. Uh, which was man, that was that was pretty special because that was like that was like the one course. Like it was kind of like I want to play there, and then like there's a bunch on right here. But now probably like the old course, St. Andrews. I haven't played Pebble Beach yet, but I I mean I, that's like definitely been way up there on the list. Okay, yeah, we got right.
1: we can make both of those trips happen, Adam. That's easy. I know we we have.
0: We have a lot of golf trips to, in the future yeah. for
1: us. But I know you, but you know, our kids, man, our off season, we I mean, we all- did yeah. no question.
2: <laughs> Them kids, especially no doubt. when they're at that, that, that young age still. When they, when,
0: once the kids get in school, then we, and we're both retired, like we'll be good. Oh yeah, no doubt about it, I'm with it all
1: day.
2: No <laughs> I got one more for you. Your favorite DB to match up with, or maybe not to go against.
1: Um, Honestly,
0: honestly, I love going against Jair. Uh, just because he's like in your face, press coverage, going to hold you, it, he's going to grab you, yeah, he's going to he's going to bump it around. Oh,
2: oh, Jair. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah. I think, uh, and I think he's really good. Uh, mm-hmm. I think, no I think he has potential to be uh, one of the better ones. And then just being able to play him twice, you know, uh, then, uh, there's yeah. definitely others, but uh, the fact that I get to play him twice a year and and uh, yeah, I think he's a really good player, and, and and it's just a good battle. I I love guys that press, you know, like guys that want to yeah. get in my face, and they actually want to like cover you, not like just like sit back and let the other guys rush and and let other guys cover you. Uh, I like guys that want to be in my face and
2: and, and uh, you know make it a battle. No question, I, I love hearing it. That's why you're so crafty, because you know you know how to get up off of it, they inside, they outside, they hit up. No question. <laughs> hey, real quick, who who's done the the worst gritty you ever seen? Oh, Kirk's Kirk's
0: was awful. <laughs> Kirk's was bad. I mean, mine was really bad to start, but I have I have an excuse for it because first of all, I, I had I actually had it down pretty good before the first time I ever did it. But to my to like to on my side of things, it was an empty stadium. There was mm. nobody in yeah. the stadium. Yeah. So yeah. I went from like, you know what I mean? Like it was just like no atmosphere. I was juiced up. <laughs> and I did it and it looked really bad, but uh but Kirk's is really bad.
1: Yeah. We gotta, we gotta get
2: Kirk. You gotta get Kirk in there. When y'all when y'all get in that end zone uh, Sunday against the Cowboys, Pat what, what my prediction was? I said what it was. I, got, I, think, Eric, I said 23-26, yep. Right? Yep. And and I would love at least two touchdowns from Adam. My I will win. At sure. least bare minimum one. <laughs> hey Adam, what color? What color? So you gonna rock the yellow? You, it depends yep. on what y'all. If y'all wear all purple, what color sleeve you gonna wear in the gloves? Cause you know, at, I, hey, listen, I think you, Adam is I, a as right guy. Now, I, all,
0: as of right now, I'm wearing I'm wearing a yellow sleeve and white gloves.
2: <laughs> I, I I'm I'm
0: all white gloves every time now.
2: What, what happened? You Used to wear the yellow gloves though. What, what I know I got
0: rid of the yellows. I didn't like them. I, I thought Good. they looked ugly. No, I thought they looked no. ugly, and then no. everybody started wearing them too. Like when I when I first started wearing them, like I was kind of like, you know, my little different little thing I did. Uh, right. Part you of my started wearing it. They,
2: it. was looking good. And when you had a yellow gloves, a yellow sleeves, and the yellow shoes, the Adidas. I said, 19 ready to play." When I see a receiver <laughs> come to the line of streams like that, I'm like, "All right, he ready to put on for the city."
1: Right. Like, be- oh. When it when his uniform I'm
0: really looking like that. About my swag, though, like swag is important to me. I feel like. I Very feel nice. like that is like if you don't have if you don't have like the right stuff on, like I just feel like you're not ready to play. Like if I see a DB that looks stank like across from me, I'm like, I'm like, I'm good. How he
1: have like like good? Like I'm like, all right, like this
0: guy's serious.
2: <laughs> oh boy. Are you can't. I used to be like, man, I hate seeing the D B just walk straight. Out of the locker room, don't even alter the jersey. The jersey ain't him up at the waist. He ain't doing that to his sleeves. Uh-huh. You cannot look like the uniform man on the wall that they have in the locker room when you're walking out. You sure can't is. look like that as a DB. You got to get, get get a little, get something. And don't have your knee, your pants coming all the way down over your knees, man. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't look like the uniform man. You know, every locker room has that uniform man with the pads on the right way, the knee pads, and elbow pads and all that. I hate that. But hey. That's why I rock with you, because I see your swag. So you say yellow, no yellow gloves, but a yellow sleeve, white gloves, white cleats. What kind of? you, gonna, you No, I
0: got uh, I got uh, some Halloween cleats for uh, Sunday. So oh. they're going to be they're going to be a, a black slash purple, but they're going to be
2: a little something special. Cool yeah, I heard it here first. All things covered. Nineteen going to be ready to roll. Yes. Sir. Sunday night football. Minnesota Vikings. Dallas Cowboys, Adam Thielen joining us here, man. Two-time Pro Bowler, NFL vet, hometown hero. He gonna be a big time hero. He bring a championship to the city. He can get all the Juicy Lucy burgers. I said it right, Juicy Lucy. You got it. He can get forever lifetime guaranteed membership to Juicy Lucy and that golf course <laughs> that they don't want nobody to play at. If you're not old, if you're not 60 or 70 years old, you'll be able to get that. Hey, before we let you go, Adam, also, you have your own podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about the ETS podcast?
0: Yeah, it's been fun. Uh, you know, it, it's uh we really started it. Uh I own some sport performance gyms, part owner, uh, the guy who's trained me forever, Ryan Engelbert, uh started ETS and mm-hmm. I wanted to get involved because I, I believed in it so much. Uh trained there ever since I came out uh for the NFL. And uh so we we really the idea was we want to start this podcast and really um, bring content to all of our different directors. So we have 19 locations now. So we wanted each director to have a segment so people could get to know them, uh, understand them, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and why they should, you know, trust their kids going to work out with them. Um, and then once we got done with that and we got that content that we really wanted now, it's, uh, about the pro athletes that have trained with us. Uh, and then we'll kind of move on to pro athletes in general, you know, just the mindset, things like that. But it's really cool to hear uh, some of these athletes from different sports of, of how they got to where they got to and then how important training was of, uh, as part of that. So it's not uh, my podcast. It's ETS podcast. So we want to mm-hmm. make sure that it's, you know, you know, what is training meant to these athletes and getting to where they want to get to. And then not only that, but being at the top of the game. So uh, it's been really cool to interview some of those. And we actually have our first one released on Wednesday, which will be uh, a great listen. That's dope. That's dope. Adam, baby. Thank you guys. Appreciate
2: it. Yes, sir. 19. Hey, Adam, I just need one touchdown. One touchdown. You can <laughs> get a buck, a buck 10. You can get one ten. 115. Just one touchdown, at least bare minimum. Bare minimum with the Halloween cleats. And when you score, are you gonna show the improvement you made on the gritty? <laughs>
0: I'll probably get the gritty. We we have a, a little bit of a joke in, in the receiver room. I, I have like a I have a different dance. So uh I'll probably break that out. So oh, you got a new we dance. Can get it. Hopefully I can get it done. Yeah, we got a new dance. We got a, something a little bit different. I always I always kind of bring it out when uh in warm-ups of uh practice. And uh I think we can get the whole group to do it. <laughs>
2: yeah, I love it. Hey, they're gonna be fired up. That scroll boy, they are gonna be jumping. Let's go. Hey, night game in this
0: stadium. Oh man,
2: I can't I wait. It. Man, my guy can't get into action. But Pat, hold on. They gonna hold. They gonna keep you together till you get out there. With number yeah, I, seven. Know,
1: I know my guys gonna hold it down for me. They gonna
2: keep it. Out. They gonna get you the right, man. They get you right. Hey Adam, man. Once again, man. Class act, man. Big time professional, man. Appreciate you joining us. Uh, best of luck this Sunday. And uh, hey, you guys get on the golf course. You already know what time it is as well. <laughs> I
0: appreciate
1: it. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. All right, Adam. Appreciate it, bud. See you tomorrow.